Welcome to the Knots Night Podcast, where this time we're on tour in the west of Ireland. Of course, at Knots Night we usually celebrate great places to drink in and around Nottingham, but recently I paid a visit to County Mayo in the far west of Ireland. Now, it's a place of myth and legend, and these days it's also home to an ever-growing micro-brewing scene. So, down the sides of Crow Patrick, the most famous Irish mountain of all, I found the Mescan Brewery, founded in their own words by Irish Killian and Belgian Bart. And amidst the smell of cow shit and fine brewing ingredients, I caught up with Killian. We are just at the halfway point, I guess, in the first brew of the day. We've made our mash and we've filtered and washed the mash and collected all that lovely liquid that's going to become beer. And now we're bringing that to the boil. So as you can see from the thermometer there on the kettle, we're at 98 degrees nearly. Once we get to boiling point, we'll be adding the hops and uh, boiling, the, boiling the wort with the hops for an hour or so and then filtering, cooling and beginning the fermentation part of the And today, today's brew, which of your products are you actually making? Uh, we're making blonde beer today. It's sort of our flagship beer, it's the first beer that we ever brewed. I think we sold our first beer in 2013 and we launched with that beer and it is still the number one beer that we sell. For us as brewers, it's not the most interesting of our brews, but we're still very proud of it. As time went by, of course, we developed other brews and we made, we made things that were more densely flavoured and more yeah. highly alcoholic. We'll come to those in a minute, but just to describe the setup here. This is your farm. You are literally, I mean, over there to the, uh, the north is, uh, is Crowpatrick. For those who don't know, Crowpatrick is, is a sacred place for many, isn't it? For many a Catholic pilgrim. It is indeed, but it's been a holy place since pagan times. For us, we're more interested in the pagan heritage, but but uh, we did. Tell me about we, that because uh, a lot of people won't know this that it's a it, because it does have a. I mean, it's got an air of mist about it today, but an air of mystery as well. Indeed. Well, actually, it has been a holy mountain since prehistoric times. If you've travelled around here, you'll you'll know that there are stone circles and standing stones all over the place, and those are here since Neolithic times and that mountain has been of uh, spiritual significance to the people long before Christianity came. But the connection to Mescan Brewery is actually the Christian one. Uh, our brewery is named for Mescan the monk who was St. Patrick's personal brewer. So St. Patrick made, made the mountain famous in Christian lore by spending the Lent of 541 on top of the mountain. People who don't think about that too much probably imagine that he was fasting for 40 days, but that's not all that practical. And of course, the truth is that those people who were going about proselytizing and winning converts, they had an entourage. And part of St. Patrick's entourage was a monk called Meskin, who was his friend and brewer. So we named we named the beer for Meskin, the monk who was St. Patrick's personal brewer. A personal brewer now. Every scene should have one. More from the Mescan Brewery a bit later on. This is the Knots Night podcast and now it's time to have a delve into history. 
This is brilliant. Nottingham Camera have recently upgraded their website and there's an absolutely fantastic section, an archive of drinking magazines from back in the day. Uh, so from autumn 1979, this is the Knotts and Derby Drinker and it's a bit of an eye-opener. Let's have a look. Uh, a mix of important stuff. An advert here for the Red Heart in Ruddington where you can find Shipston's Ales, the Evening Post Barmaid of the Year, 1978, and Fred and Percy the Parrots. Uh, there's also an open letter to brewery boss Richard Hansen expressing deep concern about the addition of carbon dioxide to some of the beers in Hardy's and Hansen's managed houses. Camera asks, is it really necessary to spoil your otherwise excellent mild and bitter ales in this way? Some things really never do change, do they? You can find this mahusive archive of back issues at nottinghamcamera.org. So, back to County Mayo and the Mescan Brewery, named after St. Patrick's personal brewer. Apart from being in a stunningly beautiful location, it is a bit off the beaten track, a single track road, in fact. Uh, and Killian told me a bit more about that. We're standing on Bart's farm, so the location was chosen because it was available. We started the brewery with no money. Uh, ten years later, we're running the brewery with no money. But one day the money will come. <laughs> so it's, it's here, we are here because it was available to us because Bart was, was happy to give over one of the farm buildings to, to become a brewery. The beginnings of the brewery idea, uh, it's the result of a poorly executed midlife crisis. Bart and I were vets and we had 25 years of veterinary medicine behind us and both of us were getting rather tired of the out of hours part of that job and one evening over Christmas when we were complaining to each other about all of the night calls we had an epiphany so Bart, Bart is a man of action and we, we'd done a bit of complaining and after a while he says well we can complain all we want or we can do something different he's what? also immensely shy the size of the place um you've got well you know six uh, or eight shipping containers outside with your supplies you've got the main brewery here in uh, the, the the farm building and it, it is literally hand to mouth isn't it when it comes to the the process that goes on here it's it, it's you can't get much real more real than this i'd say for a brewery no look this is by no means an ideal location in terms of the physical surroundings for the brew house and the tanks it's wonderfully picturesque and it's lovely that it's, it's off the beaten track and it's a nice place to drive to work in the morning from a practical point of view no one would ever design a brewery like this so we're as you can see bursting at the seams most of our fermentation tanks are outdoors that's fine for the tanks they're designed for that so it doesn't make any difference to the operation of the tanks but it's hard on the people when we're out there in sideways rain at yeah. minus two degrees you would you would you would think that possibly uh, there might be an easier way of, of turning a pound. Talking about your beers then, you, you said that a little bit earlier, you said that your blonde was the most popular. For, in terms of your more, other more interesting ones, you, you're in, you've got Lambic beers here, you've got lagers, you've got saisons, you've got everything going on. Well, because Bart is Belgian and Bar Belgian beers are the things that interest us, everything we do, uh, with the exception I guess of the lager, is in the Belgian style. So we have 
most of the Belgian styles represented and uh, some of them do better than others so we we make beers that interest us and whether they become big sellers or not is much less important to us than whether we feel proud of the beer so we have seven beers that are permanently available and then we do occasional specials we have a sour beer coming out in a few weeks it'll be um, brewed in the style of a of a Flemish old brune or old brown so uh, like a like a Rodenbach in terms of distribution you are in the middle of nowhere so yeah. how, how does your distribution work presumably uh, your man comes from Dublin with a big truck and it goes all over the country yes in a way that's what happens we do all of our all of our backyard everything between here and Ackle Island which is sort of 40 kilometers north we would distribute that ourselves so we would we would go to all those shops and pubs and restaurants personally anything further afield we use a distributor and yet that's exactly what happens a truck comes and takes the pallet away and once in a while when we can find time we try and visit a few of those customers in person but we can't be everywhere and do everything so we you know you need distribution it, it seems to me um in recent years, maybe the last 10 years, the craft beer scene in Ireland has become a real thing when it, it wasn't before. You, you had you know, your Guinness and your Murphys and your Smithics and that was a kind of it, really. The, for the drinker, there wasn't a great deal of choice. Today, you go into a pub, there might be three or four different microbreweries in the town you stay in. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably not quite as good as, as that, but we're getting to that stage. There's good things and bad things about that of course from our point of view there's a lot of competition but on the flip side it's great to see the customer having choice on the evening when we decided that we were going to stop being veterinarians and become brewers there were 10 microbreweries in the country by the time we actually opened our doors a couple of years after that there were 30 and now there are somewhere in the region of 100 there is choice for the for the customer now it would be an awful shame if people didn't get to have local beers in the places that they travel to that they can sample so our offering is a bit different because of Bart being Belgian and us being focused on the Belgian styles we kind of are in our own little niche but there are other breweries equally doing very interesting things and it's great that there's a bit of choice now. Mescanbrewery.com is where you will find Bart and Killian's beers. You can buy them online and also in shops across the west of Ireland. At the moment, um, official brewery tours are suspended because of COVID regulations, but there is a hope to start these again uh, in the near future. But I must say, you better book in advance because the, the guys won't be expecting you. It's a tiny little place, and although it's a wonderful place to visit, there ain't a great big to see, and don't expect one of those visits centres that you get at some of the bigger breweries uh, here and abroad. Now, that will do it for this edition of the Knots Night podcast. If you've liked what you've heard, please subscribe on this here platform and go to knotsnight.com for the very latest reviews on great places to drink in and around Nottingham. <laughs>